Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Were you with your fiancé while you were having a relationship with your landlord? Well, we were talking, but we weren't that serious. We were just, we weren't in a... We weren't committed to each other. We were kind of talking to other people. But, 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 we, but we were, we knew we were in love. This is the plaintiff, Polly Ann Brezina. She says the defendant is a former tenant of hers. And when he moved out, he created a disaster. That's right, the guy drove his U-Haul truck over her porch steps. He scraped the entire four-foot side of her roof and gutters. And if that weren't bad enough, he also left her a ton of garbage to deal with. She can't get him to pay her for all the damages he caused. And is suing him for the $1,890.35. She's owed. This is the defendant, Derek Kidwell. He says he's known the plaintiff for 16 years, and they used to be involved and had a sexual relationship. Everything was fine until he moved his fiancée into the apartment. She raised his rent and then evicted him out of spite. Bottom line, he didn't hit anything with his U-Haul on the way out, and he owes this opportunistic woman nothing. He's accused of bad trucking. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $5,000 for duress. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Brezina, you were the landlord for Mr. Kidwell for how long? Uh, he moved in in uh, 2014. I'm sorry, 2016. Okay. And then at some point you gave him notice that you weren't going to renew him? That's correct. In December right. um, of 2019, I informed him that I would not be renewing the lease at the end of, I'm sorry, middle of March, because I was planning to sell the house and relocate. Okay, and how is it that you notified him of that? Um, in conversation on our porch, uh, in multiple conversations that I was planning to move. Okay, and how did he take that? He understood that I was planning to start a new chapter of my life. My mother passed away in recent years. My daughter became an adult and moved out of the property. 
I had started a new relationship and was in the process of trying to figure out how I was going to move forward in my own life. And um, okay. I had inherited the property, right, so, so I was looking to sell it. So what brings you to court today? Because when he moved out, apparently, according to you, he created some damage. Tell me what happened. Um, when he moved out, he rented a U-Haul and to remove his belongings. And my neighbors actually witnessed him drive the U-Haul down the driveway and scrape the gutter about 40 feet along the side of the driveway. And at first he admitted that he had done it, came back and worked to try to bend the gutter in place and then said that he did not do it and was not guilty. Can you do Prove me a it. favor? We can hear you. I need you to not, this oh, isn't a spectator so sport. It'll be I'm your sorry. turn in a moment, okay? Go yes, ahead. I apologize. Go on, go on, Ms. Brezina. So um, I had my gutter person come out. Um, the gutter is a seamless style that I had put on when the roof was replaced in 2014. So because both corners were damaged, there also had to be additional lengths replaced in order to make it appear uh, repaired appropriately. Okay. So let me ask you a question. What is the relationship between his mother and you? You guys are co-workers? What's the deal there? Yes. Mm -hmm. Derek was a neighbor, and uh, I got introduced to his mother through him, actually. Uh, my boyfriend at the time and Derek used to go surfing together. Um, he would come over frequently for dinners and stuff. Um, and when the apartment became vacant, I offered it to him as a place to live. All right, so Mr. Kidwell, she says you damaged her gutters when you were leaving. Is that accurate? No, ma'am. Um, when I was driving the U-Haul truck out, um, my uncle was actually with me and my fiance at the time. And she has, she has a tree that you can see in the video. There's actually, she has a, well, just show the video and the video says it all. What I'd like to hear from you is first, what is your testimony? According to you, you did not hit the, the gutters? I, 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 she made it to where I was scared to go outside. Literally, I didn't even want to go outside my house because once my fiance moved back inside, she made it so uncomfortable. I didn't even want to go outside. I and I and literally I had a I had a seizure. I got out of the hospital. She never gave me any warning to move out. Because prove it. I mean prove that. She never gave me a warning to move out. I never had a warning. I, and, then, and then all of a sudden I get back with my fiance, and then all of a sudden I had to move out right after I had a seizure, and they held me in the hospital for five days right after the coronavirus. When did you move out, Mr. Kidwell? April 3rd. What is the day of the video? If you're moving out on April 3rd, then why do I have video that's not on April 3rd? It's probably because it's on April that. 8th. It, that is, it, that's, I have, I have, I have hippocampus disease, so I have short-term memory loss, so I get things misconstrued because I'm on disability. Okay. So I'm, I kind of get things confused, but Okay. My, I signed my lease April 3rd, so I don't understand how it could be April 8th. Because you stayed a few days, that's why. Uh, Probably because okay. you had been in the hospital. Right. And it wasn't right, until... Right. What day did he move out, Ms. Uh, Brazina? It was actually a couple of days after the 8th until all of the items were removed from the apartment. Now, according to you, he did this damage to the gutters. Yes. That branch hit that hit that gutter with the U-Haul. Well, what hit that the branch? branch. The, did the your U-Haul hit the branch? 
Yes, well, then there wasn't clearance for you to drive the U-Haul through. That's not the right. branch's fault. That would still be your fault. What is this? Is this flattened out? Yes, that's a gutter drain that's that was been... flattened from the tire path, and there was another gutter drain that was flattened in the front of the property from the tire path of the U-Haul. It also ran over a stair that adjoins to the driveway and crushed tile that I had installed in December. Let me see the videos. Right. Like you said, the video says it all, so let's see the video. Right. Okay, so they turn around, they, they're hearing something. They turn around and then the U-Haul's coming out. Yeah, there's the U-Haul coming out. <laughs> yep. And everyone thinks something happened because the first thing he does is pick up the phone. I presume he's calling you, Ms. Brazino? Uh, I don't know that no, he, he called he, me he at that instant. He may have contacted his wife. Mr. Kidwell, why are you running out and what is he, he pointing to? It's, it looks pretty clear that you see that you hit the gutter. Look at you turning around, walking out there to go see what happened. I, 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 I knew I knew something had happened. I just didn't know what. I just didn't know what it was because there was only one way in and out. And she said that I had to be out in one day. Right. She was charging me. Right, but maybe you have to be inconvenienced and you have to carry your stuff to the street where the U-Haul fits. You see, that doesn't change whether or not you could fit this well, bigger U-Haul in that I, one I, way I, in and out. I couldn't because I just got out of the hospital from being uh, uh, from having a seizure for five days and being hooked up to IVs for five days straight. And then we had the basically a plague, and the governor shut the whole um, state down and said nobody move out. And then she kicked me out. Okay, it's not that's not ex. exactly that's not exact because you got back with your ex. Let me ask you a question: When did you date her? Did you date her? Did you have a thing with the plaintiff? When? Yes, ma'am. When? It was, uh, before she was with this guy, Troy. I don't know when she got oh, with Troy, oh, so how oh, about you just oh, spit oh, out a month and a year? From the time I moved in until six months before I moved out. Okay, and were you with your fiancé while you were having a relationship with your landlord? Well, we were talking, but we weren't that serious. We were just, we weren't and we weren't committed to each other. We were kind of talking to other people. But, 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 we, but we were, we knew we were in love. Ms. Brezina, did you have a, a thing with the defendant? No, not even close. Never? Not even a kiss. No, never? <laughs> oh my God, what a lie. Wow, two people lie. under oath giving a diametrically opposed uh, Story, who to wow. thunk it? All right. Wow. I'm looking at your lawsuit and you have, you're suing wow. for numerous things. Okay, all right, we heard your wow, the first seven wows. I'm, That'll I'm do. I'm so sorry, I'm so um, sorry. That's all right. So now let's look at your lawsuit because you're suing for several things. You're suing for rent from the eight days in April that he stayed over because he didn't pay any April rent. Is that correct? Correct. Ms. Brezino, and no, you're, what you're suing for is the $240, which is $30 per day. Is that correct? Correct. Mr. Kidwell, did you pay April rent? Yes, ma'am. I, I had paid her $50 a day. She charged me $50 a day. Show me proof that you yes, paid it. I gave her cash. Show me proof you paid it. Then when people I, give cash, they get a receipt for the cash. Show me the receipt. Well, we were friends for 16 years, so I never got a receipt ever. 
I mean. Did he pay you any rent for April? No, ma'am. Really? Oh, my God. All right. So now I see in this video, there's a second video. This is another camera, different camera angle, correct? Boom. There's you hitting the branch that crushes the branch. The, 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 yeah. Yeah, you right. can't but, hit the branch. But, but, Don't but, take the, the truck back there. Oh, for the love of all that's holy. Well, all it, right, it, let's it, talk it, about it, how it, he it, left it, because it, according it, it, to it, you, he left the, the place the a mess in. as well. Ms. Brazina, what are you complaining about in these pictures? Um, the towel bar had been removed got from it. the wall. You can see there's a missing black piece. Yeah, I got it. What's in the replace. next one? It was just the dirt and disgusting under the sink drain. You can see a little on the floor. What's this a picture of? That one just has a mildewed shower curtain, but as you'll scroll through, you see um, well, dog scratches on the What do you expect after four jams. years? I'm sorry, that's a $3 exactly. shower curtain. That's All right, what, is, what am I... For the curtain. Yeah, okay, what, what, what's this supposed to be a picture of? Just exactly. rusty garbage, you know, the rusty shower caddy had been left behind. Things I had to throw away, things that I needed to clean, things that I needed to paint. Those stickers <laughs> needed to be removed from the doors. I didn't put those stickers... Oh, my... Hmm. Those are scratches from their dog who was locked in the bathroom. My, I never, I would never lock my dog in the bed. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I would, who would lock their dog in the bathroom? Oh my gosh. It's in, I left in What's immaculate this? condition. That's Her, a bed frame that, that he had used was during the course Mr. of. Mr. Kidwell. Mr. Kidwell, give me a second. I'm going to give you the floor in just a moment. First, I got to ask her I'm about so stuff, sorry. and then I'll There's ask so you your response. Lies. It's I'm okay. Just... Okay. Go ahead, Ms. Brazina. What is this a picture of? The bed frame that was there and the end tables were furniture that was supplied when he took occupancy in the apartment. So you why are you taking a picture of it and entering it into evidence? What is it I'm supposed to see from this picture? Because you, the bed frame was yours. Do you see the piece of Ms. plywood Christina. that stretched across the, yeah. the base of the frame that actually yeah. bowed it out of shape that was not original to the piece of furniture? My, my, my contractor had to remove that and repair it and re-screw in the metal frame pieces. Right, but you can also see in that right, picture but the only the reason why stop, Ms. Brazina, the only reason why somebody does that is because the bar that was actually there busted. Exactly, the busted. because it was, I couldn't... Yeah, that's silly. That's Thank not going to, he doesn't have to pay for that. What's going on busted. here? After five years right. of living there. What is, what is going on here? What broken, is this a picture of? Broken, broken mini what? blinds. The blinds? With, um, yeah, with her just trying uh, to screw me. Ties holding She's just trying to screw me. Okay, Mr. Kidwell, I have a text from you to her saying, hey, Polly, I'm not saying I didn't nick the gutter. I'm not saying I didn't. I am never somebody well, that does something and doesn't them. take responsibility. Blah, 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 blah. You admit that you hit the gutter. And I can see it on the video, just like you said. If the video speaks volumes. Right, it, right, it, right, right. Basically. Because, because, I saw, right. because I saw the branch. What's uh, this TV that you're it? suing for, ma'am? In each of the apartments I have on I the triplex, there is a TV that was wall-mounted in the living room. When Derek moved in, actually shortly after, um, it's my understanding that he hung on the TV, and the TV mount was ripped out of the wall. So why is that your understanding? Stop a second. Ms. Brazina, why is that your understanding? He told my daughter that's what happened. 
Why are you suing for nine hours to clean out a refrigerator, Ms. Brezina? Exactly. Nine exactly. hours? Everything immaculate condition. Speak with my my witness, Carla Dorfler. She'll tell you how long it took her to clean the kitchen cabinets and the... I mean, I agree with you that might need a little bit of cleaning, but where do you where do you get this nine hours worth of clean? The stove's pretty bad. I'll be glad to so let's let see the pictures Ms. of the speak. I didn't now I'm not. I, I don't really need like to hear from somebody else. I need to look at pictures because the pictures are what tell me what's the problem with that fridge that it takes nine hours to clean because I've been cleaning my whole life. That's not going to take nine hours. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It wasn't just the refrigerator that Ms. Dorfler cleaned. She also cleaned out the kitchen cabinets, the Lazy Susan, the, the interior of the cabinets. I did the exterior of the cabinets. I painted the walls. I prepped all the woodwork from the uh, dog claw marks. I patched walls yeah. where there were holes. She's saying my dog clawed the walls. Here's the thing, ma'am. You're suing... $240 for 16 hours of cleaning, painting, etc. And then you're suing for $225 for nine hours of cleaning out the fridge and the kitchen cabinets. I think you're getting a little look greedy, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, look but at the we're, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I just showed the pictures. We're done. Everybody, please stop talking. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. It's all right. I know you're very emotional about this. And I know that you're emotional for she two reasons. I know that it's there forever. I know. But you have to understand this is business. Yes, ma'am. You just got to let this go. And you got to understand that you have real friends elsewhere. Right? Like the person next yes, to you is trying to calm you down and stuff. That's a real friend. Okay? She was your landlord. And this is business. And we need to get the business concluded. Yes, ma'am. Um, as far as the rent is concerned, I agree with you that he owes you prorated rent for the days that he continued to be there. As far uh, as the gutters are concerned, I find in your favor in the amount that you're asking, because I know, because I've actually been through that too, that when you, part of it is ripped off, you cannot make the seamless gutter again unless you, you have. It's a big job. I know it's a big job. Yes. And, um, and, and there's no conflicting... Uh, estimate given to me on behalf of the defendant, the porch, I can see where um, the gutters were smashed and the porch was smashed. It was an accident, but it still costs money to fix. As far as the cleaning, I think you're being a little bit greedy, and I'm going to reduce that. 
um, I'm uh, awarding you $100 in cleaning fees. And as far as the TV is concerned, my understanding is that you're suing because he took with him the TV that he replaced. We're talking about an old model TV, and he is right when he says in the text that he shouldn't have to pay $250 for a new replacement when it was an old TV. You don't get the new value of replacing the item. You get the value of the damaged item at the time that it's damaged. I'm going to deduct from the amount that I'm finding in your favor the $450 of the security deposit that he gets credit for. And that leaves damages in the amount of $1,021.25. And I am ruling in her favor, not in the amount that she's asking for. I am giving you credit for the 450 security deposit. And most of what I am awarding her is, in fact, the actual damage of the gutters that's on video. So I don't know what you're so upset about. $1,021.25 verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, the plaintiff does prevail, but she, she does not get exactly what she wanted, just $1,021. Mr. Kidwell, let me ask you a question. You claimed you had a, a sexual relationship, a secret relationship for, with her for a long time. She says there was no such relationship, not even a kiss. How do you, how do you feel about that? Disgusted. Disgusted. Because 16 years I've known her. Disgusted. You but, know, you kept saying... I'm sorry. All through the trial, you said she's lying. She's lying. It's not true. It's not true. Really? Was she lying all the way? Look at the picture, yeah. sir. Look at the picture. She said, I, I, I destroyed the whole house. She said, I left it a mess. She said she spent uh, nine hours cleaning a, a refrigerator. Who spends nine hours cleaning out a refrigerator? Totally. Right. Well, illegal. look, the judge heard the testimony, and that's the decision. Okay, you owe her $1,021. That's the verdict. Let's talk to Ms. Brezina now, see how she feels about it. Ms. Brezina, he, uh, as you know, he claimed he had this relationship, a secret relationship with you. What did you think about that when you heard him charge that? That's ridiculous. I met Derek in 2012 when I moved back to this property from Orlando. So there was never any romantic relationship. In fact, on the the day he moved in, we took a walk on the beach with my daughter, and I told him that I wanted him to have no misconception there was not going to be any relationship of any type between he and I, and that he was a tenant, and that this was a business relationship for him to move into my property. All right. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. That'll wrap it up for this case. Now let's join the judges for another session of After the Verdict. In this case, you had a video that showed the defendant driving down that alley in what looked like, what, about a 20-foot U-Haul truck? It was, it was a pretty big, big U-Haul truck. It was a big truck. And I, you didn't seem to have any doubt that from that video you could see that he hit the tree, which hit the corner of the gutter, and really kind of wrecked it. Yeah, right? I mean, you saw it too, right? Absolutely. I, yeah. really, I thought it was pretty cool. I just think he, that he shouldn't have been maybe bringing that big a truck back. That You right. still have to watch what you're doing and make sure you have clearance. Of course, and then as if to remove all doubt, he sends her the text message where he says, I'm not saying I didn't wreck your gutter. Right. And I'm not the sort of guy who doesn't take responsibility when he does wreck gutters. Stuff <laughs> like that. So that was kind of in the mix, I assume, yeah. as well. I, I kind of feel bad for the defendant because I, I do think that there was emotion involved for him. Definitely. Uh, whether, the whether they actually had a relationship or not is I a different I have no matter. idea and I don't care, right. but uh, right. it, th there, there was a lot of emotion Absolutely. attached to all this for him. Not a good thing between a landlord and tenant to have No, probably not. Not very healthy. Probably you know, not. as people who have been landlords and tenants, uh, both of us, and you know, every now and then a tenant 
back in the day would leave behind a few things. It's not uncommon. But here's a little pro tip for tenants. Don't leave a car battery. Okay? Oh, yeah. That was I mean, one of the things battery. she was complaining about right. that he left all kinds of I mean, car batteries weigh 41, 50 pounds, something like that. I don't know how much. but And they leak acid, yeah. which ask me how I know that they, that they how, leak how acid. How do you know? How do you know? Because I picked one up at the store, and I held it against my shirt. And I walked out of the store. I got to the car, and about... 15 minutes later, the whole front of my jacket just melted <laughs> away. So uh, Was yeah. I with you during this? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you were. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You well, sent me person? back to the store. I sent you back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you can't take this line down. But uh, so, we straightened it out. Kathy wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, uh, I let a friend borrow money when I was living in Massachusetts, and they were living in New Jersey. Now I live in Florida, and I want to sue. Where do I file? Well, Kathy, you certainly get around. <laughs> um, here's the deal. You can sue either where the defendant lives or where the contract was made. So that gives you two options in two states. Um, and that's all you got. The third state, sorry. That will do it for this case. Litigants are inside the courtroom for the next one. This is the plaintiff, Anna Governale. She says the defendant is her daughter, and she loaned her money so she could go on a family cruise with everyone back in January before COVID. They all had a great time, but now her daughter isn't paying her back, claiming she said it was a gift. They're now in a big fight. They haven't spoken, and she hopes the judge will end this once and for all. She's suing for $4,500, the amount of the loan. This is the defendant, Melissa. She says her mom, the plaintiff, really, really wanted her to go on the cruise and gave her the money as a gift so she could go. Once COVID hit, she started saying the money was a loan and demanded payment right then and there. She can't believe her mother is doing this and owes her nothing. She's accused of making mommy mad. All parties, please your right hands. What do you mean she didn't have it in the bank? It was a CD. What do you mean by that? It was in a CD. It's not like it was money she was using. It could have been there for years. <laughs> yeah, good, what, collecting dust? Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff says that she loaned her daughter money for a cruise and, yep, she got stiffed. But the defendant says that her mom really wanted her and her kids to go and gave her the money so the family could spend time together and she owes nothing. It's the case of cruising for a bruising. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Governale, the defendant is your daughter, correct? Yes. And you, according to you, you loaned her some money. What was the purpose of the loan? We were going all on the cruise, and uh, she said she didn't have enough money to go. And if I could lend her something up, this, we were discussing before Christmas, and you know she was upset because she, she booked the cruise. We all them, all my kids did, and she paid for the cruise, but she had no more money to go on it with her family. So, and I said to her, I have a little bit of money saved. I can lend it to you. And she said, okay, uh, we, we'll talk about, you know, after Christmas, we talk about it. And then after Christmas, I, she texted me. She sent me an email or something. She said, can you give me the money now? Because I, I, I don't have it. 
And uh, she's out. But what was this money for? I'm, I'm, I'm confused about something, Ms. Governale. What was the money for? For hot have a good party, you know, to go out on the cruise, to drink, to uh, gamble. For so, it's, like that. so it's spending money. It's literally yeah. gambling and spending, spending money on right. the cruise because she paid for the cruise, according to you. Right. Okay. So go ahead. So uh, I send, uh, she sent me an email around the 26th and said, um, can you lend me $4,000 now? Because I realized I really don't have no money. I said, all right, I, have a, I only have a CD in the bank. That's all I got left, $5,000. I will go to the bank. I got to break this CD and they're going to charge a penalty. But are you going to pay me? And she said, I will pay you back because every year she gets a good amount of tax, you know, income tax money. As soon as I get the income tax, I will pay you back. So let's go. All right. Phone. Well, what's going on, Ms. Melissa? Let me ask you, what's going on? Your mother says she loaned you the money and you haven't paid her back. Um, hi, Judge. Well, she, to me, I feel like at first she offered it because she knew I, I had saved up money, but then I used it for Christmas. So, yeah, I asked her, and she said she was taking it out of a CD. So I said, um, okay, I'll take the money. So I took it. Then COVID hit. So I did No, but tell me about that. the circumstances around the taking of the money. Was it a loan or was it a gift? To me, I feel like it was a gift. Why? Because she's my mother, and she didn't have it in the bank. It was a CD. She's given my Wait, other what do you mean money. She Wait, what do you mean she didn't have it in the bank? It was a CD. What do you mean by that? It was in a CD. It's not like it was money she was using. It could have been there <laughs> for years. <laughs> yeah, what, collecting dust? I mean, what do you think a CD is? It's a savings. It's a reti retirement. Like, wh what do you... Oh, she doesn't need it because it's in a CD. That's kind of funny. I've never heard that before. Um, but so what makes you feel that you shouldn't have to pay it back. According to you, she's given the other kids money and you feel it's been unfair? What, what is it you're saying? Well, because she's, she's my mother and COVID happened. I have children, so I, would, I was assuming she'd be like, okay, you know what? Don't give it back to me. You need it. And I was just waiting for her to say that, and she never did. Now, I've taken her to the doctor. I've gone food shopping. I've run errands, and I've never asked for a penny of any of that. So... I do. This should this should be a gift. Well, let me ask you that, because uh, many of us take our parents to doctor's appointments or errands or whatever, and we don't expect to get paid for that. But I don't when someone paid, hands right? you four thousand five hundred dollars, they typically do expect to get paid back. They that typically is not a gift. Um, but she offered it. it. I'm. She, I know she offered it. If I offered to loan you money, that doesn't make it a gift. I offered to loan it to you. So according to her, from the beginning, it was a loan. And it's the worst part is I was under the impression this was like you weren't going to get to go on the cruise but for. But this is just gambling money and drinking money that we're talking about that doesn't get paid well, back. Well, I needed money in my pocket. It's I paid for the cruise, but then Christmas came and I spent a little too much of my savings and then she saw that I... Oh, but it was just savings. Her. It wasn't like anything you were using for bills. It was just savings. Well, it was going to be in Collecting dust. Probably 10 years. So it's not like she... It's affecting her. 
Oh, it is affecting her because, number one, she's never going to get it because you, you've decided that it's a gift and it, she's not going to get it. But number two, it's affecting her because she doesn't make any interest and she actually gets a penalty for having loaned it to you because she broke the CD earlier. Yeah, you're not, you're not really into high finance, are you? I, I, so is this yeah. affecting your relationship? Yeah, we haven't spoken and we were very close. When, you haven't spoken since when? I guess since around June, May, June, around there. What caused you guys to stop speaking to each other? Did she, that's when she filed the lawsuit? She, no, she, well, she kept texting me about it and I got angry and I never answered her back and then I get the thing for the lawsuit. I can't believe she actually went this far. Welcome back to the People's Court. Life's going to be a carnival for only one of them. Let's find out who. You can't believe she went this far. She texts you and you ignore her. You don't pay her back the money. I see she's got an email where you're very clear that this is a loan and not a gift. And you're incensed that she has taken it this far. Let's see here. Can I borrow 4000 for the cruise? And when I get my taxes, I'll pay you back. I'm broke from Christmas and I don't want to go on vacation with nothing. I'm emailing you because I don't want anyone to hear me ask. Well, that's over with. Email me back and let me know. Thanks. And in fact, not only does she loan you the money, but you don't pay it back. How are you feeling now about people hearing you? Um, how much did you end up loaning her, Ms. Governale? 4000 or 4500 4500 I went to the bank around the 38th, I think. I took all the 5000 I paid 100 They took $175 penalty. And I was all $100 bill. And I went to the house. And she saw the money. And she said, you know what? Just give me 4500 I can pay back. So I gave five. I kept 500 for myself. And I kept, I gave her 4500 and then what would she say to you when you would tell her throughout the course of these months, hey, you've got to start paying something back? What would she say to you? When I came back from the cruise, I got the, uh, I got sick, so we didn't talk about it. Then uh, March 13, I got sick with the, the coronavirus. Me and my husband went to the hospital. We were there for 10 days, very sick. So when I came home, I, I was very sick even for another month, and after that, I called her, and she said, that's when she said, I don't have the money, you know. I'm not, uh, you, I thought right. you gave it to me. Who was calling the hospitals every day, making sure you guys were okay, and checking up on everything? Me. That's what you're supposed to do. Melissa, that is what you're supposed to do. She's your mother. She raised you. Like, just because you're being a daughter, the state of being a daughter doesn't entitle you to not have to pay back something that was clearly a loan. You ask for the money. Can I borrow the money and, and I'll pay you back with my taxes? So really what you're angry about, Melissa, is that she didn't say, oh, don't worry about it. You need it more than I do. That's what you're angry about. But you're literally, you have a sense of entitlement that's not natural under these circumstances. What do the other kids think about this? Like what are, there's other, I mean, you're close enough to be going on a, on a cruise together. What do the siblings say about this? The brothers and, your brothers and sisters, what do you have? Oh, they, we haven't really, we've, you know, talked about it and then we haven't talked about it because they are, they're upset with me. Mom, Ms. Governale, you know yeah, they're the upset with you, they're doing right? Everything. They really don't. Okay, 
But what I'm makes you think that just by the end she'd be like, how okay, many times did she out. wipe your behind? How many times did she change your diapers? How many times? Did she... She's not sitting here saying, well, I've done everything for you, so pay me double what I loaned you. I mean, come on. What about your kids? Do your kids never see her? My kids are 19 and 16, so if they text and talk, I don't know. They are your talk. grandkids talking to you? Yes. Ms. Govern? Okay, good. All right, good. Good. All right, uh, Melissa, I'm looking I just with say, magnifying glasses to try to find a defense, a legitimate defense on your part, and I'm having trouble finding it. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I don't feel that I'm acting like I'm entitled. The thing is, is that we've been close for years. She's helped me. I've helped her. It was in a CD. So if there was a $175 penalty, I'll give her the $175 penalty. But Darling, what do you if, think you know, Especially if the COVID, is, this shouldn't matter. What she do you think? You know what? What? Don't worry what? about the money. No, keep no, it. no. That's not a legal defense. You don't get to keep it because, she, she, first of all, the only person I know got COVID was her and her husband. So when you say especially during COVID, you feel that you, you should be able to turn a loan into a gift. That's not the law, Melissa. You don't get to turn a loan into a gift. And I'm telling you that above and beyond the law, from a moral perspective, I think you're wrong. Just because they you know, had the money in a CD, what do you think that means? You think that means, oh, that money doesn't exist? That's money for retirement. She's going to live a long and healthy life, and that's money that belongs to her. You borrowed it. You borrowed it on the sly without the others knowing about it. You didn't want anybody to hear about it. Then you tell her, I'm not going to pay you back. And then you're indignant about it. It's nuts. It's bananas. Pay the lady back. $4,500 verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you. Well, the plaintiff is indeed going to get that $4,500 back uh, because she's been issued a judgment against her daughter, this mother-daughter dispute here. Melissa, let me ask you, what do you think of the judge's decision? How do you feel about that? I'm not surprised. I mean, she's the judge, so if she feels that was right, then that was right. But I don't feel like I'm entitled. I just feel like it's my mom, so... Let me ask you a question. That's you haven't all. been speaking. You you haven't been speaking for quite a, several months now. What's going to happen after this? I don't know. I hope we can make amends. It doesn't seem like you're going to be doing too much to make amends. You're not willing to give her the $4,500 back. You're going to have to, but you're not doing it willingly. Well, I have to now. So, yeah, I know. But uh, if she ever needed anything, I would have taken care of her. So. All right. Well, thank you very much for your opinion there. I, I hope you work it out with your mom. Let's see how your mom feels about this. Ms. Governale, how do you feel? What are you thinking about the judge's decision? Uh, I think you made the right decision. And you know, I wish I had a lot of money. This way she'd have to pay me back, but that, that was all the money I had. And I hope we can, in time, we can go back together the way it used to be for my daughter. What's it going to take for her to get back in, uh, you know, your good graces? She got to come over and, uh, you know, pay me and apologize for what she, you know, made me go to. Well, let's hope she does, okay? I wish you luck and congratulations. All right, let's find out how the judges feel about this case. Here's another session of After the Verdict. Marilyn, when I was a sitting judge, I used to just cringe every time I read a civil complaint that had mother versus daughter or son or brother versus sister. I yeah. would just say, oh, my God, they couldn't figure out a way 
to resolve it short of that. This is the kind of thing that lasts, you know, the pain of this lasts. And you take that amount of money, $4,500, that is a substantial amount of money for uh, the average person, obviously. That's not just That's uh, her retirement. chump change. I, 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 I mean, her daughter just feels that because, oh, well, you weren't using it, so I should keep it. Uh, right. Interesting. She said it was kind of gathering dust. And, you know, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of us, including me, certainly when I was younger, I was such a financial neophyte that I didn't really understand that there's a cost to lending out that kind of money to someone. Businesses and banks, they're professional lenders, so it's all baked into the cake for them, and they, they expect certain percentages of loans to default. But not your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or your neighbor or your friend. They're not professional lenders, and it really hurts them if they don't get the money back. Well, of course, and, and it, it, it's, you know, the, her, her, I mean, this was an interest-free loan for her. In fact, right. her mother was going to eat the cost of the the 175 of the and she did she didn't even sue for that for breaking the CD. Um, I, I just I, I I just hope that Melissa thinks long and hard and realizes how wrong she is, and then to turn around and say, well, I'm the one who takes her to doctor's appointments. Really? Right. Wow. Absolutely. Can you imagine if you got compensated for that? Your mom is what 94. 95. She's going to be 95 this gonna month. Going to be 95 yeah. in a couple of weeks, I guess. And uh, boy. <laughs> You put in a lot of time there, I got to say, <laughs> all right? I'm not complaining, but you do put in some time. We both do, yes, obviously. you do too. And, and it's wonderful uh, to spend time with her. Could you but, imagine, though, we got paid by the hour for all the yeah. time we spend with our parents? Oh You're supposed God. to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, not, that's not compensable time. No. Okay, so Jessica wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, uh, we were dog-sitting when our friend's dog got sick. And we took the dog to the vet, we paid the bill, and now their friends refuse to reimburse them, saying that the dog ate something in their care. So the question they want to know, uh, should we sue to get the vet bill back? Ah, well, here's the thing. If you were negligent and you weren't adequately watching the dog, you're probably going to get stuck. But if the dog did something that dogs do and you were in no way negligent in watching the dog, not your responsibility, sue him, you'll get the money back. See you next time. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.